Hello, praise the Lord, world. Hello, praise the Lord, all ye lovers of God. Hello, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I bring you greetings today in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. My name is Prophet Patience of the United Nations Pentecostal Church, located at 1494 Ocean Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11230. I want to let you know that God so love you. And the reason why God so love you is that you're privileged to be connected to the people that God so love. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever that believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Friends, do you know that your foundation is attached to what is going to happen to you in your future. Your foundation and your problem is the topic of my message today. A lot of people have wondered time and again why they have continued to battle with life's problem in spite of the fact that they have been giving their lives to Christ. Some believers have also wondered why they have been grappling with the kind of problems that cannot be found among unbelievers. Many have decided to quit the heavenly race, thinking that God has failed them. Such people need to listen to this message. If you know anyone who has ever said a word to you that God does not exist or that God has failed them, please, I beg you, in the name of Jesus, send them this podcast. Why? Because your life can be likened to a building. The building stands or falls on the basis of the type of foundation on which it is erected. If the foundation of a building is not solid, what do you think is going to happen to that building? Or whatever has been used to decorate that building? One may continue to battle with life. All because there is foundational problem. If anyone tells you that their foundation has nothing to talk about their future, I want you to reconsider what you just had. I want you to reconsider what has just been spoken to you. Because foundation has a huge impact to anybody created in by God in this world, born through a woman. God planted our redemption and salvation. But before he planted this redemption, he first of all laid a solid foundation. And what is the solid foundation of God is the church. The church itself is put on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. So what is foundation? Foundation is the basis on which something depends, stands, or rests. Foundation is the underground structure in a building supporting that building. When we say somebody is the founder of something, this means that that person has been used to bring such a thing into existence. Who is the foundation of your family? Who is your father? Who is your mother? Who are your grandparents? Have you ever understood 
the genealogy that brought into this world. Have you ever asked anybody a question to tell you what your forefathers did? Who they worshipped? Do they know the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Did they even hear anything about our Lord Jesus Christ? Do they know the person of the Holy Spirit? What did your foundation believe in? If you are going through problems that have refused any human speaking solution, if you have ever fasted and prayed and still the problem keep persisting, this message today is for you. The important place of the foundation therefore makes it a foolish thing for a builder to construct a building without a foundation or with a weak foundation. Matthew 7, 24, 27 says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these saints of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon a rock, and the rain descended, and the flood came, and the wind blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. And everyone that heareth the saints of mine and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand, and the rain descended, and the floors came, and the winds blew, and beat upon the house, and it fell, and a great was the fall of it. What is the problem here? Foundation. Matthew 7, 24-27. Notice below, notice below this reading, my beloved, that the rain, the floods, and the winds did not discriminate in the choice of which house to attack. They attacked both houses, but the one with the weak foundation fell. The one with the weak foundation fell. The one with the weak foundation fell. Read again Matthew 7, 24, 27 on your own. That is why I want to thank God for connecting me to you. That heaven has chosen at a time like this to bring us together. That I may share this word to you. And that through this word of God that you are receiving, the foundation of your life will be discovered. And through discovery, you will recover whatever evil seed the enemy has planted at your foundation. You are born for a reason. You are not an accident on this earth. There is a divine purpose of God when God decided to bring you to this world. And until you identify your foundation and begin to align yourself to conform to God's divine purpose and God's divine assignment for you, no success can be guaranteed unless this discovery is made. No success can be guaranteed unless this discovery is made. No success can be guaranteed unless this discovery is made. What does the Bible say about how to find your purpose? The Bible is very clear that by finding your purpose, the first place to start with is your foundation. The Bible is very clear as to what your purpose is in life. Men in both the Old and New Testament sought for and discovered life's purpose. Solomon, an example, the wisest man who ever lived, discovered the fertility of life when it is lived only for this world alone. He gives this concluding remark 
in the book of Ecclesiastes. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. For God will bring every deed into judgment, including every hidden thing, whether it is good or evil. Ecclesiastes 12, 13 and 14. Solomon says that life is all about honoring God. A man endowed with the riches of this world. A man endowed with the fame of this world. He tested everything that is of the goodies of this earth. And he came to the conclusion, you that is pursuing to become a billionaire, you that wants to be a trillionaire, you that wants to be a thousandaire, that is your heartbeat. You don't have to kill somebody to become this billionaire. You don't have to do nothing evil to become this trillionaire. All you need is to discover your foundation. Is to discover your foundation. No building can be solidified if that building is built on a weak foundation. Jesus Christ has sent me to bring back this teaching to you that you may go back and seek to find what and what needs to be done for the foundation of your life to be in alignment to God's divine purpose and God's divine assignment for you. The Bible also means that consequences of a bad foundation, bad foundation or evil background could lead to spiritual blindness. Bad foundation or evil background could lead to spiritual blindness. My people perish because they lack knowledge. God has sent his word to you. In Psalm 107 verse 20, he said he sent his word and his word he led them from every destruction. If there be any destructive activities that has been practiced by your forefathers from the fourth to the third to the second and the first generation, you in your own generation today can break it. How will you break it? The Bible said in the book of Romans 10, who can believe except the preacher is sent to them? How will they hear if nobody tells them? That is why God has given me the privilege to come through the podcast to share with you because he has a divine purpose for you. And that divine purpose is what is attracting me, compelling me to come through this podcast that I may assist you and join force with you to break every wrong foundation or any weak foundation in which you are building your life upon. The reason why Jesus Christ came is that he will destroy the works of darkness. How will you get back your destiny? How will you align yourself? To conform to the purpose of God for your destiny is by simply repenting. The Bible said in Romans 4.12 Call upon me for there is no other name given among men by which any one of us can be saved except the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to join me today to celebrate the Lordship of Jesus Christ. I want you to join me today to call upon Jesus Christ. He said in the book of Jeremiah 33 verse 3 Jeremiah 33 verse 3, call upon me in the days of trouble and I will answer thee and I will show thee mighty things that you know not. God asks you to call upon him. God wants you to call upon him. Why? Because when you call upon the Lord, like the blind Bartimaeus who cried aloud and said, Son of David, have mercy upon me. That day, his story changed. When you call upon the Lord, like Jabesh that was born with sorrow, his mother called him sorrow. And when he called upon the Lord, the Lord enlarged his coast and blessed him. 
When you call upon the Lord, like a woman with an issue of blood, call upon the Lord. And right there, sickness of 12 years was healed. That same miracle is going to become your portion. I want to encourage you. Wherever you are, whatever has gone wrong, your past does not decide your future. Your past is a feedback to usher you into your glorious destiny. I encourage you. Nobody will say in this earth they have no past. Jesus had his own story. Jesus had such a stigma following him. His conception. People didn't believe it. They said, get away from me here. How can you say you're the son of God? They mocked at him. But did that stop him? He was passionate and obsessed with his passion. He knew his products. He knew why he came to this world to sell. No man can distract him from that purpose. He came to do the will of his father. You that is hearing me, you that is hearing me today, there is a divine destiny for you. And that divine destiny is attached to your foundation. Let's go back and dig deep into your foundation and destroy every evil foundation and replace it with the foundation of righteousness and holiness. For Jesus Christ came into this world that you may have life and have it much more abundantly. God bless you. And as I connect back to you again, Jesus Christ loves you and so do we. Bye-bye. Hello world. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm sorry I got a little bit late this morning, but this is a good day. The day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. My name is Prophetess Patience Omari Jeje of the United Nations Pentecostal Church. Today, I will be sharing with you a message that the Holy Spirit has impressed so much in my heart to share with you your foundation, and how it relates to your destiny. Your foundation and how it relates to your destiny. There is no one without a past. Everybody that is born of a woman, created by God, has a past. You come from a family. There is a foundation where you started to exist on this earth. Through your father, your mother, many of us live as if the past does not exist. If your ancestors got themselves involved in ritual killing, blood internal tribal wars, sacrifice of newborn babies, twins, and virgins to the gods of the land, then your foundation has a huge problem. The problem of the African man has been compounded by certain beliefs in the importance of the African culture. A lot of people mistake adultery for culture. Any departure from things like the worship of the god of iron, the goddess of fertility, the God of wealth, productivity, and the God of creativity will be seen as casting as passion 
on African culture. This makes them to resist the good news of the gospel, which they regard as foreign. This way, people ignorantly wish to hold on to ancestral worships. This can be traced to the multiple spiritual and social problems plaguing many African countries today because ancestral and idol worship from demonic foundations on which many African families are built has a terrible impact on the new generation. If such problems I have mentioned have resulted from satanic foundation, then the importance of good foundation for everything we do cannot be overemphasized. I want to read with you Isaiah 28:16. Therefore, thus said the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion a foundation, a stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation, he that believeth shall not make haste. In this passage, in this very passage, Isaiah 28:16, God planted our redemption and salvation. He first of all laid a solid foundation, which is the church. The church itself is put on the foundation of the apostles and the prophets. That is why in Psalm 11:3, the word of God says, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? What am I trying to say here? The point is that your life can only be sustained as much prosperity as your foundation will allow. Now, the trouble is this. The foundation of many people is made up of components that are abomination to God. You cannot build a lasting prosperity upon a polluted foundation. No one can build a lasting prosperity upon a foundation that is not solid, that is weak, that is cracked. The problem of evil background are enormous, and they have completely messed up many lives. Jesus pointed at the Jews and told them, you are of the generation that killed the prophets. Jesus referred to a particular generation as a whole faithless generation. A whole faithless generation in Leviticus 26, 39. So they are family. Is there any way you can remember the life of your father, your mother, your grandmother, your grandfather? Is there any way you can remember whether they were worshipping the, the God of the Son? Whether they had an idol that they bowed down to? Is there any way you can remember the life of your mother? How she loves to do things? When you consider her life or the life of your grandmother, was she a woman that loved God, that read the Bible every day? that obey the precepts of God, that makes sure that whatever she does is all backed up with the word of God. If the answer to this question is not yes, then implication of a bad foundation is critical. And what are those implications? 
Bad foundation fertilizes problems. Bad foundations will encourage evil reinforcement. Bad foundation establishes stagnancy because the foundation that is built on is not solid but polluted. And that is why Jesus said in Matthew 23, 29, 31, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, because ye build the tomb of the prophets and garnish the sepulchre of the righteous, and say, if we had been in the days of our fathers, we would not have been partakers with them in the blood of the prophets. Wherefore, ye be witnesses unto yourself, that ye are the children of them which killed the prophets. This is a serious matter. When somebody with evil foundation is making progress, it can only be an epileptic one. He will not go very far. At the end of the day, he will find out that he has not moved at all. Ignorance is deadly. Ignorance perpetuates disease, poverty, and failure. Ignorance produces constant loss in our lives. Ignorance is something that God declared. My people perish because they lack knowledge. My people perish because they lack knowledge. Small keys unlocks golden doors. Small changes can create great future. I love you to observe in this message that I'm sharing with you that God desires to give you the keys. True recognition, true discovery so that you'll be able to deal with the root cause of your foundation and how do you do that by presenting those things that your forefathers your grandparents your mother or your father has done that is not in alignment to the will of god confess them before the lord according to first john 1 from verse 5 to 10 First John 1 from verse 5, 6, 7, 8, and 10. The word of God declares that our God is faithful and just to forgive us all acts of unrighteousness through confession. I know why the successful succeed. I know why people around us had failed. I know the forces behind uncommon and victorious success. And that is until you discover you will not be able to recover. Anything unrecognized, anything undiscovered becomes uncelebrated. Anything uncelebrated becomes unrewarded. Anything unrewarded eventually exits your life. I know the golden law for uncommon success must be shared. The goal for uncommon success, the golden law for uncommon success must be shared. That is why I have allowed myself these early hours of this morning to come before you that we might enlighten ourselves through the word of the Lord. For when light cometh, darkness vanish away. 
it will force unhappy memories to die within us when we discover and recognize our foundation, the mistakes of our past, the mistakes of our parents, and turn them back to the Lord in prayer through repentance, confession, and turning away from them and rebuilding the broken altar and re-establishing the laws of God. When we do that, it will correct our focus. It will create a magnetism around us and cause those in high places to pursue us. The law of discovery is the missing link you have been searching for throughout your life. I will move you to move this morning to go into this prayer with me so that the yoke of poverty from our generation will be uprooted and replaced with the blessings of prosperity. When you discover the foundation where you come from, what type of foundation your life has been built upon, and confess them before the Lord through repentance and turning away from it, not partaking in those things that our foreparents did from the fourth generation, third generation, second generation, first generation today, it will replace tears with laughter. It will answer the questions buried within us for a lifetime. This law of discovery is the golden bridge to the greatest seasons of our lives. I desperately want you to succeed. That is why I have come to you this morning to reawaken this consciousness because life is governed by law. The law of promotion teaches you you can only be promoted by someone whose instruction you have followed. Your success is decided by the voice that you obey. Your success is decided by the person you listen to. And by listening, you adhere to their instructions. The law of production indicates you can only reproduce something you are. The law of reproduction indicates you can only reproduce something you are. The law of the seed refutes. Whatever you have in your hand, we create anything you want in your future. Whatever you have in your hand, we create anything you want in your future. Why? Because the word of God says, No good thing will he withheld from them that walk uprightly. Psalm 84, 11. The word of God promises us, no good thing will God withheld from them that walk uprightly. Is there any way you can go back to your foundation? Is there any way you will encourage your parents to talk to you about what happened in the life of their own parents? Is there any way you can search? Jesus Christ said in Matthew 7, 7, Ask. You shall receive. Knock, and the door shall be opened. Seek, and you shall find me. Foundation as it relates to your glorious destiny. No matter how great your potentials are, you cannot experience success as long as satanic strongholds are entrenched in your life.
no matter how great your potential are, no matter how great your dreams are, no matter how great your goals are, you cannot experience success as long as satanic strongholds are entrenched in your life. You must achieve anything in life to the high that you desire it to become if you allow God to take you to the school of champions. We are Christian soldiers who vomit fire, learn how to retrieve what the devil has stolen. When you take cognizance of the fact that the devil is eyeing your destiny, you will know how to guide it jealously. You will devote a great deal of energy to show and to know how to effect the resurrection of your dead virtues and your destiny. The greatest tragedy of stronghold is that it diverts, demotes, and destroys destiny. The greatest tragedy of stronghold is that strongholds, strongholds, diverts destinies, demotes destinies, and destroys destiny. And that's the ministry of the devil. The devil has three objectives on this earth. To kill, to steal, and to destroy. But Jesus Christ came that you and I might have life and have it much more abundantly. What is your destiny? What is your destiny? Do you understand your purpose on this earth? Do you know what your divine assignment is? Because until you discover your destiny, until you know what your purpose is, until you know where your assignment is, the blessings that God has in stock for you will lay and not be appreciated. Why? Because your provisions, things that you need on this earth, has already been deposited to you at the place of your discovery, at the place of your assignment. Your destiny is God's purpose for you. What is God's purpose for you? Do you know it? Ask your neighbor this morning. Ask your child this morning. Ask this question to your husband, to your wife, to your children. Your destiny is God's purpose for your life. Your destiny is your appointed or ordained future. Your destiny is your appointed or ordained future. Your destiny is what your God has predetermined you to be before you were even born, before you were conceived in your mother's womb. God said to Jeremiah in Jeremiah 1 verse 5, before I knew thee, before you were even formed in your mother's womb, I knew thee and I called you as a priest, as a prophet over my people. Jeremiah 1 verse 5. Your destiny is the reason why you were born. Your destiny is the expectation of heaven for you. Your destiny is what is written in the heavenly record concerning you. Your destiny is what God has in mind when he created you and allowed you to come into this earth. Anything that seeks to tamper with that destiny is not something to joke with at all. Because if you miss your destiny, God has the right to cut you off and replace you. The enemy too has the right to destroy you if you miss your destiny. It is tragic to look at your life and discover that you have wasted it. If you have missed your destiny, then your life has become a more a mere experiment. 
If you have missed your destiny, then your life has become mere experiment. And life is too short to experiment with. How do you now become an overcomer? How do you deliver yourself from defending the enemy? How do you deliver yourself from defending the enemy? The answer is in discovery. In Job 33 verse 13, Job 33 verse 13, we learn how to address the stronghold. The word of God says, Why does thou strive against him? For he giveth not account of any of his matters. For God speaketh once, yea, twice. Yet man perceiveth not. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falleth unto man, in slumbering upon the bed, then he opened the ears of men and sealed their instructions. He may withdraw man from his purpose and hide pride from man. He keepeth back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. God is so concerned about the fulfillment of your destiny that he is constantly seeking ways of speaking to you. Unfortunately, many of us are so busy that we have no time for God. And that is why the Holy Spirit has compelled me to prepare this message and to send it across to you that you may read that one with it. The Holy Ghost has called me this morning to challenge you, to challenge you, to challenge you to go back into the middle of your life and consider what foundation your life is built on. What foundation of life you will build on. Your family has a huge impact to your future. The womb that brought you into this life, the womb that you came through into this earth, has a huge impact to your glorious destiny. Until you discover, you will not be able to discover. I want to encourage you this morning to join me to pray these prayers. Remember that before you pray these prayers, you have to read Psalm 51. Psalm 51 is a psalm that David used to ask for the mercy of the Lord. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according unto the multitude of the tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquities and cleanse me from my sins. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sins are ever before me. Against thee, thee only have I sinned and done that which is evil in thy sight. That thou mightest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shaping in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, I desired truth in the inward part and in the hidden part that shall make me to know wisdom. Purge me with his soap and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness. Yes, go and confess this Psalm 51. Confess it and turn it into your own personal prayers. Ask God of heaven to forgive you your sin. In any area that you have sinned, in any area that your thoughts has not been in alignment to the will and the plan of God for your life. In 2 Corinthians 10, from verse 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, the word of God says, Casting down every thought and every imagination and bringing them into captivity to the obedience of Christ when our obedience is complete. Casting down what? Every thoughts. Casting down what? Every imagination. And bringing them where? Into captivity. 
in 2 Corinthians 10, from verse 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7. And after you finish doing that, you welcome the person of the Holy Spirit. You ask the Holy Spirit of God, who is the source of your existence. He is the one that made you available in your mother's womb. He is the breath of life. He is the one that gave you the breath of life. He is the one that wakes you up every morning. He is the one that leads you every day you go out. He is the one that brings you home safe. You might not see him. He is the invisible force that dwells inside you. And that is why Jesus Christ promised us that he is not going to leave us alone. That the Holy Ghost that conceived him, the Holy Ghost that conceived Jesus in the womb of our mother Mary, betrothed by Joseph, the Holy Ghost that led him in his 33 and a half years of ministry on this earth is inside you. The day you met Jesus Christ, your Lord and personal Savior, the person that gave you that ability is the person of the Holy Spirit. He is the master communicator. He is your great teacher. He is your comforter. He is your enabler. He is your advantage. The Holy Ghost is the source of your life. The Holy Ghost is the source of your life. Welcome him. In Romans 8 verse 26 and 28, the word of God says that we know not how we ought to pray, but the Holy Ghost gives us utterance. So when it's time for you to pray, welcome the person of the Holy Spirit. Ask him to take over your intellect. Ask him to take over your imagination. Ask him to take over your thoughts. Let him express his mind through your mind that you may be able to pray in accordance to God's divine will and purpose for your destiny. And when you finish doing that, then you plead the blood of Jesus Christ. You place your hand upon your forehead and begin to plead the blood of Jesus Christ. Plead the blood of Jesus Christ as many times as you can. I normally do 21 times. Sometimes I plead seven times. Sometimes I plead three times. Why three times? Three times is a three cord that can never be broken. Why seven times? Seven times is a time of rest. Jesus Christ created everything on the seventh he had rest. Why 21 times? Daniel prayed for 21 days. And the prince of Persia that withstood his prayer was defeated. When heaven sent Michael 